the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. Well, once again, the uh, Pope, Pope Francis, has found himself at odds uh, with many Catholics and uh, even the catechism of his own church. And uh, this this is not the first time. Uh, obviously, there's been a lot of debate about the celibacy of the priests. And for, I think, about a thousand years or so, the uh, Catholic Church, the catechism of the Catholic Church, uh, the magisterium, which is the tradition of the church plus scripture, uh, the Catholic Church has taken a very strong stand that a priest must be celibate for his entire life. And uh, I have listened to a number of Catholic apologists when asked, where do you find that in Scripture? Where does the Bible say that priests are to be celibate? And on several occasions, I've heard a Catholic apologist make an argument using this verse, that verse. Yes, celibacy for priests is biblical. It is taught in Scripture that priests must be celibate. And again, the catechism of the Catholic Church indicates that priests should be celibate. So you would think that's settled. It's done. It's finished. If the catechism says it's biblical, Catholic apologists say it's biblical, the magisterium says it's biblical, then you just can't change it. Well, Pope Francis is... Well, let me, uh, let me read to you from a Catholic news source. Quote, Pope Francis has called celibacy for the priests a and again I'm quoting, a temporary prescription signaling a potential end to a centuries-old requirement of the Roman Catholic Church that the clergy should not marry. The pontiff made the comments in an interview Friday just before he marked the 10th anniversary of his elevation to the papacy. Um, Let's see, go on. Uh, Priests in the Roman Catholic Church, also known as Latin Rite churches, have been required to remain unmarried throughout their ministry for over 1,000 years. Uh, Again, quoting, periodic suggestions have been made that allowing Catholic priests to marry or ordaining married men as priests could ease persistent clergy shortages in many parts of the world. 
Most recently, the idea was floated in relation to a critical lack of clergy in Brazil's Amazon region. Um, On Friday, uh, delegates to the German Church's Synodal Way Assembly voted to call on France's to re-examine the celibacy doctrine and, a separate issue, consider the ordination of women as priests. The independent Catholic news agency has reported. Uh, Speaking to the Argentine news website, I can't pronounce that, uh, Pope Francis, 86, said the church's celibacy requirement could be reconsidered. Although he added that he did not believe relaxing the rule would encourage more men to consider a clerical vocation. He describes celibacy in the priesthood as a gift from God, but also a provisional discipline that is not essential to ordination. Um, the Catechism says it is. Wow. You have the priest actually disagreeing with the tradition of the church. Um, He went on and said, It is temporary in this sense. It is not perpetual like priestly ordination, which is forever. Whether you like it or not. Whether you leave the church or not is a different matter, but ordination is forever. Celibacy, on the other hand, is a discipline. So um, it looks like from this interview that the Pope is seriously considering changing the... um, Celibacy provision for Catholic priests. Hmm. It's going to be very fascinating, particularly for Catholics and even non-Catholics like myself, to watch how this drama unfolds and what kind of division is going to create in the church. Those that are ultra-conservative and ultra-traditional are not going to be happy with this. Those that are not so traditional, uh, those that are more moderate in their view of Catholic doctrine, are going to welcome this with open arms. Here's my only comment, again, as a, as a non-Catholic. Is it biblical or is it not? If it's biblical, you don't change it for the culture. Hmm. Uh, That's the same thing that the Southern Baptists are fighting. Hmm. Uh, Male pastors, is that biblical or cultural? We talked about that at length yesterday. Isn't it fascinating that some evangelicals are facing some of the same controversy that Catholics are? Is it just tradition, 
or is it biblical? Is it biblical or is it cultural? Um, and like in the evangelical world, it's causing quite a bit of division right now, and it certainly will in the Catholic world as well. The difference is uh, Protestants, particularly evangelicals, do not believe that tradition has anything to do with authority. Only Scripture. That was part of the fight of the Reformation. Sola Scriptura. Scripture alone. Catholics believe that the tradition of the Church has equal authority to the Bible. They're equal. The Bible is not superior to the tradition of the Church. The tradition of the Church is not superior to the Bible. And together, they make up the magisterium. When you have that elevated view of tradition— And the celibacy of the priest has been around for more than a thousand years. It is a hard, fast, settled tradition of the church. And if you are teaching that tradition and Scripture together are infallible, which is what the Catholic Church teaches, you take the tradition of the church— The teaching of Scripture, you put that together, that's the magisterium, and that's infallible and unchangeable. If you really believe that, then how do you change a settled tradition? Um, I think for many Catholics, this is going to be a real problem, and may, may, cause a crisis of faith for some Catholics as they try to understand how something that was supposedly infallible can be changed. Um, It's going to be interesting um, to see how the Pope deals with this and how the Catholic Church in general deals with this. Keep an eye on it. It's going to be interesting. My prediction? Uh, It won't be long before there will be married priests. I think it's going to happen. We'll see. We'll be back. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. I was talking about uh, what so many times was considered settled science, and then it wasn't settled at all. Uh, We've talked a lot about shock treatments, uh, lobotomies. Things in the uh, psychiatric world that would cons- that were considered to be absolute settled science, and we look back with shock. How could we possibly? 
have allowed that to happen. We're going to do the same thing with this transgender thing. We're going to look back and look with horror that even the President of the United States pushed a transgender agenda when everybody comes along and finally realizes how unbelievably dangerous and destructive it is. But that there's so many things, and many things in the educational world. When Joy and I moved to Westerville in 76, uh, we were right across the street from one of the newer elementary schools in Westerville. And it was the newest, it was the latest, it was the greatest, it was, oh my goodness, it was it was cutting edge education, and it was open classroom concept. It was the very latest in education. You walked in the front of the school, there was the principal's office and so on and so forth, you walked down a hall, and then... It was just this big open building, and there were little movable dividers here and little movable dividers there, and uh, the first grade was over there behind a movable divider, and the second grade was over there, and they were behind another. And uh, it was just this open classroom concept. It It was the greatest thing since sliced bread. Well... Our children attended the uh, open classroom concept. It was not long, not long at all, before those little movable partitions got bigger, taller, wider, thicker, less movable. And as the years went on, that whole open classroom concept was which was all of the professional educators were saying this is the future kids can see each other they can interact with each other they can you know that was it was wonderful it wasn't long before it was proven to be an absolute disaster well it wasn't long ago that they uh, doubled the size of that school that our kids went back went to back in the early 80s. And I can assure you, there are no open classrooms. There are traditional rooms, classrooms. It was a fiasco. And yet, it was the latest and the greatest. And who suffered? Our kids. Our kids. That brings me to some good news. Uh, For quite some time, phonics, the teaching of phonics, has fallen out of favor in the general educational world. Now, Joy and I taught school. She taught third grade. I taught fourth grade. It was a Christian school down in Florida, and we taught phonics. Because everybody taught phonics. And this is near and dear to us because Joy's brother, my brother-in-law, became one of the nation's top authorities on phonics. And that's not an exaggeration. 
He taught at the university level for over 40 years, wrote a number of textbooks on phonics, teaching how to read. And he was one of the nation's top experts in phonics. Well, he was fighting a real battle because, again, the latest and greatest was, uh, what was it called? Whole... Uh, they dropped fund uh, for, um, oh my goodness, whole language. The, uh, the latest trend was called whole language and balanced literacy. Those were the latest, greatest approaches to reading. And phonics was old-fashioned, out of date, not useful, blah, 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 blah. Well, whole language and balanced literacy has proven to be as successful as open classrooms, a complete failure. And here's the good news. Even in public schools, there is a move back to phonics. Why? Our kids can't read all across America. Children in American public schools cannot read. Because the teachers were using the latest and the greatest. Well, phonics is coming back. Uh, A representative down in Austin, Texas, said, quote, phonics is the bedrock of teaching reading. So at least there is some good news on the uh, educational front. Phonics. Yeah. Hey, folks, thanks for joining me. Have a wonderful evening. But please remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.